Welcome to Stories from Palestine podcast, a podcast recorded in Palestine and about Palestine. My name is Crystal. I studied history and tour guiding, and I live in Palestine with my Palestinian husband and children. I started this podcast during the COVID pandemic in the summer of 2020. And now that tourism is slowly coming back to Palestine, I will continue the podcast bi-weekly. So subscribe on your podcast player and turn on the notifications if you want to be reminded of new episodes. You can also follow Stories from Palestine on Facebook and Instagram, where I will share a virtual soundbite of each new episode. Finally, after a long summer break, I am coming back with new episodes. And I apologize that it took so long, but the children had three months summer holidays. And it's really hard to work on the podcast when you constantly have kids running around. We did have a nice vacation in the Netherlands. We went there in June. We spent a month. Usually we used to go for a longer period of time, but this year for multiple reasons, I decided that we should not go more than a month. One of the reasons was that a lot of people who had not been to Palestine since the COVID pandemic started in the world, uh, they were coming this summer, so we hadn't seen them for two, three years. And if we had been in the Netherlands all summer, we would have missed seeing them. And that was really the one good reason for coming back earlier. But otherwise, it was not so easy to keep two young children busy in uh, two months' time. So the summer holidays for children in Palestine is three months. And most Palestinians aren't even able to travel abroad, or it's very complicated because they have to leave the country from the bridge to Jordan, and then from there to fly out. Flight tickets are very expensive from there. And also Palestinians from the West Bank need visa for most of the countries they want to fly to. So it's not at all that easy and it's expensive. Now, maybe you've heard the news, they are talking about opening Ramon Airport, which is an airport in Israel in the south that is not functioning really well. And they have now suggested that Palestinians can fly there with Turkish airlines from there. And then from Istanbul, they can continue to other parts of the world. And of course, there's a big discussion about that, if that's ethical and if people should do that, you know, normalize with the occupier, with the state of Israel. But then again, what I hear from people trying to get out from Jordan over the bridge this summer has been horrific. People are waiting for hours and hours in the sun. There's no shade when they are waiting in the buses and the buses aren't moving. There's no really good air conditioning in the buses and people are fainting and children start to feel bad and vomiting. And I don't know, like it's really a horrific story. So yeah, you can also imagine that people just want to be humanized and they want to be able to fly out from an airport without all that difficulties. So for us, we could fly because my husband has Jerusalem ID and I also have that now. We can fly out from the airport Tel Aviv, actually a Lud airport in historic Palestine. And yeah, we had a nice time. We we spent time with the family. We did a lot of cycling and visiting parks and playgrounds and green areas and was very refreshing in June still, because I heard that even in Europe in the summer, it's been really hot and dry. 
Here we are in the middle of a heat wave right now. It's between 34 and sometimes up to 40 degrees Celsius, depending on where you are. So we are struggling our way through this week. It's also the first week of school for the children. And that means that I will finally have time again to record new podcast episodes. So what else is new? Well, yeah, the Palestinian Ministry of Tourism still didn't organize the exam to become licensed tour guides. And those who have been following the podcast, they know that I've been waiting for this exam for more than a year now. And rumors have it that it will not be taking place this year anymore. So actually, I am currently considering to do the tour guide program in Jerusalem and then take the exam of the Israeli Ministry of Tourism. That would be next year. For a long time, I did not want to think about that. I did not want to be licensed by the Israeli Tourism Ministry. I didn't want to have that Israeli license. But actually, many people here are encouraging me to do it, especially because that would give me the opportunity to work in Jerusalem and other parts of Palestine. Because if I get the Palestinian license, I am still not allowed to work outside of the West Bank. And that really limits where you can work. There's also not a lot of Dutch-speaking tour guides with the Israeli license. So I have some friends who run tour agencies and they tell me that it's very hard for them to find tour guides who speak Dutch and who do not share the Israeli Zionist narrative, but who can actually focus also on the life of Palestinians today, who do not skip the last centuries in their talks and only focus on that biblical history of 2000 years ago and just forget about all the history that happened since then. So this program, I looked into it, it is another one year of studying. And that means that you have to come every week, five hours to lectures, and every Sunday you have to join an excursion. And that's about 60 excursions in total. That means that we will cover all of historic Palestine. And um, I talked to my husband because obviously that means that I will have to leave the children with him every Sunday for a whole year. And that's his only day off. But my husband is a very supportive and I do want to thank him for that here publicly on the podcast. He's been very supportive throughout my two years of studying at the Bible College. And again, now he says that, yes, you should do this. This is important. I'm very grateful for that. And of course, it will be a bit hard for me to be being taught by Israeli professors and archaeologists could be challenging when they come with a completely different narrative. But it will also be interesting to hear their narrative and their perspective. And as I already have a good background and knowledge obtained from the studies at the Bethlehem Bible College and my life here in the past 15 years, I do think that I can stand it. I don't know if I can close my mouth all the time, although some people told me, Crystal, be careful, you know, just listen and uh, do the exam and then you are licensed and you can do very important work because, you know, a lot of tourists visit the Holy Land as pilgrims 
And as I said, they focus on the history of 2000 years ago, but they don't learn anything about this country, this land and its people in the past centuries, and especially are not aware of what is happening here right now. And that is something that I could add to the program of these tour groups, especially if I work with Palestinian tour agencies. So, of course, studying is not for nothing. And that means that I will have to pay quite a high amount of money for this program, but I cannot do the exam without this program. And so I looked at the, um, the costs and I said, okay, I cannot afford that, especially after two years of COVID pandemic, no tourism, no work. Also our cafe and our bar didn't work that well during the pandemic. So I decided that I will ask my friends, my family, and my podcast listeners if they are willing to help me get that tour guide license that allows me to be working everywhere all over historic Palestine and therefore to be able to create awareness among people who are visiting and who have no understanding of the reality of life here and to be able to take people on both sides of the wall and to show them what is the geopolitical situation and to teach them something more about the reality, the history, the heritage, what Palestinians want people to know. And yeah, if you are interested to help me, if you want to do that, I created a crowdfunding page and the crowdfunding page link can be found in the show notes. Of course, I will offer some perks. So if you donate a certain amount of money, you definitely get a shout out on the podcast. And if you have something to promote, a message to share, as long as it's not contradictory to the podcast aim, then I will definitely be willing to promote something for you. For people who donate a bit more money, I can send you the beautiful special Stories from Palestine coffee mug so that every day you can enjoy your coffee when you listen to the latest uh, podcast episodes and drink from your own Stories from Palestine mug. And for those of you who really go out of their way, you can expect when you come to visit Palestine in the next years to have a free guided day trip with me after I take this tour guide license. So I'm going to share the link in the show notes. Please go there, click on it, read the text, think about it. And if you want to support me, I'd be extremely grateful. It's very important for me to feel supported, not only financially, but also morally with this choice, because it's not the easy choice for me to do this. But I feel that this is my path. And maybe I've shared this before in uh, another episode. A few years ago, when I wasn't having that easy time here in Palestine, I joined a mindfulness retreat and we were meditating a lot. And there was one session in which we were asked to connect to our inner warrior. And I had a sort of spiritual experience. And there was a very clear message came to me, which was, you are on your path and there are no obstacles. And since then, I have never doubted my decision to live here. And I've never seen anything that happened to me 
as an obstacle anymore. And I feel that being a tour guide and being a teacher is definitely my path. I've started studying to become a tour guide in the Netherlands more than 20 years ago. And then I also took a BA in history teaching. And then after having experience in the Netherlands, I came here and worked for several NGOs. And I've always been taking people on tours and trips. Then I did the Bethlehem Bible College program. And now I feel this is sort of like the cherry on the top of the cake, where this is the final destination on my path is to get that license so that I can work everywhere in the country and I can take people around Palestine to see how beautiful it is to learn about its history, to appreciate the people here, to see their resilience and to see their hospitality and also hopefully to plant a seed in those people to be willing to do something for a change, to get a better future for people here to work towards justice and equality because the change is not going to come from the leaders. The change is not going to come from the governments. The change has to come from bottom up. And that means that a lot of people have to see the truth and realize that they have a responsibility here, that they are part of the problem somehow and that they have the power to change something. And this starts, especially with people who have no clue yet, with raising awareness. And I think that that is what I am going to be able to do once I have this tour guide license. So that is my plan for the coming year. And I really hope that you will feel inspired to support me in that. Also, especially if you've been listening to the podcast for free for a long time and you feel that you want to do something in return and this is the moment. That also means that I may not have that much time to create new podcast episodes and therefore I decided for this third year of podcasting after having created already 90 episodes that you can listen back to that I will start doing it bi-weekly. So every other week you can find a new episode online and the episodes I'm working on right now are a virtual visit to the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem and to learn more also about the Via Dolorosa in Jerusalem. So that is something you can look forward to in two weeks from now. And I also wanted to give you an update on our October program. We still have space for people to sign up, but we have to give the final number of people for the reservation of the hotel by the end of the first week of September. So that means that if you are still interested to join and you have been thinking and doubting, then you have to reach out to us immediately because otherwise we will lose the hotel rooms and it's going to be very busy in October, I've heard. Jerusalem is fully booked, all the hotel rooms, so they are now starting to book in Bethlehem, and that means that soon there won't be any rooms available anymore. So if you cannot join this October, but you are interested to join a future program that I will organize with Salim, also reach out to us so we can add you to our mailing list. And then if we decide to do something in December, maybe, or somewhere in the spring, or next year in October, we can reach out to you, we can let you know, and then you can sign up for a future program. This was my welcome back 
message after the summer holidays. And I hope you will tune in again in two weeks' time for a new episode of Stories from Palestine podcast. Thank you for listening. Please consider supporting the podcast with a donation. It is free to listen, but there are costs involved in the production and quite a lot of time. It's very much appreciated if listeners chip in, and you can already do that with a couple of bugs on the Kofi page. You can find the link in the show notes as well as other links to the social media accounts and the website. I hope you will tune in again for the next episode every other week, a new one.